Matthew 6, 1 through 18. Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So, so whenever you give alms, do not sound the trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they could get praise by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your hand, left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that the alms may be done in secret, and that your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners, so they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you play, pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to the Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. When you are praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not let them, do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray this way Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we for also forgive our debtors and do not bring us to a trial of to a time of trial but rescue us from the evil one for if you forgive others their transgressions your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive others Neither will the Father forgive your transgressions. Um, and whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their face so they can show others that they are fasting. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. You may, you may not notice this, but we're trying a new order of service in the last couple of weeks. That's why everybody's kind of going like, is it me? Do I do, I do this? And uh, Will and I, we're cheating because we have these little cheat sheets here that uh, tell us, you know what's next and all of that kind of stuff. And it's, um, it's, we've been around for, oh, hi, I'm Trevor. I'm the pastor here. Nice to see you. Um, we've been around here for three years, something like that. Uh, we've been in this building here for, uh, I'm looking at some people, to, two years, three years, something like that. Nobody knows. 
Nobody knows. So we've been here for a while, and we've had kind of like the, what did you say? 2018. It's not what I asked. Um, I, didn't, I didn't want to do the math myself. Four years? Thank you. Okay, very much. My wife uh, heckles me from beyond the wall, so, uh, and then she beats me at home. So, you know, that, you know how I feel. Um, we, we've had kind of the same order of service for a while since we kind of uh, planted it. It's tweaked a little bit, but this is the first time we've kind of uh, really kind of changed it a little bit more than we ever have. Uh, we, we're having like the reading of the scripture, and uh, we've given Will another song. Isn't it nice that uh, Will's got another song too? And by the way, is that the coolest hat? He, he asked me a, a, a while ago if it was okay to wear a hat, and I told him, of course, you be you, you know. I, as a bald man, I'm pro-hat, you know, and if you were, the whole thing about you shouldn't wear your hats inside, never been said by a bald guy. Let me tell you, because it gets cold and everything like that. Groucho Marx used to go into restaurants, and if the uh, vent was going too much, he would put a napkin on his head. And so rather, I'd rather have that than the napkin on your head, but I'm glad that you're there. But we've been trying to do this order of service, and we've been trying to go through the things. And as you do that, sometimes you can get really caught into this is next, and then we do this, and then we do this. And the one thing that I don't want us to do is forget why we're doing it. Uh, I served a church uh, a couple of years ago, um, actually, I guess since before 2018 or whatever it was, um, but... We did the Lord's Prayer every Sunday. And I love that. I love that we do the Lord's Prayer every Sunday. And, but they, I noticed that the people that were doing it just kind of were just saying it in their sleep. You know, you know how you do that? You, you recognize a, a prayer or something, and you just say, Our Father, art in heaven, and you don't have any idea what you're saying. You know, in your head, you're thinking, maybe burgers for lunch, you know, and you're not paying any attention and so I purposely took that away for a couple of weeks uh, before, and so it could be new again when we brought it back. And that's kind of what we're trying to do. We're trying to do different things and stuff, because we can get caught into such a routine of, of being Christian that we just go through the motions and we forget why we're here. We forget why we're doing this. You know, if, if you ask people, why do you go to church? Some people will say, I, just because we always have. I really don't know why, uh, but we, that's just what we do. And other people will uh, say, well, well, how do you do this, and why do you do this, and all that kind of stuff. And you'd be surprised how many people will say, I'm not really sure why we do it, but we just do it. And it's so important as Christians that we understand why we're Christians. We understand what Christian actually means, and we understand the purpose of it and what our role is to play in it. We have a world right now, and I'm so tired of saying in our world today, because Jesus was talking about in our world today 2,000 years ago, and it's still in our world today. There was division. There was uh, people that were being persecuted against. There were people that were overtaking people. There were diseases. There were all of this stuff was going on back then, and it's going on today. So we're not living in a, uh, a, a different time. We're, unfortunately, we're living in a uh, continual time. And what Christ was saying is that, look, it's really important if you're going to follow me, 
that you do this for a reason, that the things that you do here are purposeful. Because what he was talking about is people were going around and they were going through the motions, just like that Lord's Prayer. They were just going through the motions. They were saying the stuff. They went to the, the temple because they were supposed to go to the temple. They, they observed the Sabbath because they thought they were supposed to observe the Sabbath. They did things just because for years that's just what they were told to do. But nobody really understood why and nobody was really doing it because of something deeper inside. And that's what Christ was, was uh, talking about. And he took it a little step further because Jesus loved to uh, criticize religious leaders. And he loved to criticize bureaucracy, uh, which makes him a hero of mine. Because sometimes we can get caught up into, I'm on this level and you're on this level. And that's the time that Jesus was around. The religious leaders of that time, they were able to wear these, these robes and things that really made them look uh, special. And believe it or not, they would walk into places and people would be forced to clear as if they were royalty. And they would be able to walk into a room. They'd be able to sit wherever they wanted. They had nice houses. And boy, when they prayed... They would do things, you know, and they would, they would uh, make people sit and listen to them. And then they would give these big prayers and they would talk about things and, and they would uh, show that they were helping people. They would brag about the, the social services that they were doing. And Jesus was saying, you know what? It's time for you to sit with your neighbors and look at the way that you're actually doing stuff. Because what you're doing is a show. Everything that you're doing is a show. Your prayer is a show. You, 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 not, only just, you not only just talk to God, you, you, your prayer is like this eloquent speech. It's like you're, you're trying to say the most impressive words that you can. It's try, you're trying to go long with it. It's, a, it's any wonder that people that are uh, new to the faith wonder what we're all about and why it's worth it. I, I was not always a Christian, uh, as a lot of people know. I mean, I called myself a Christian. If somebody said, are you, are you a Christian or are you, you know, whatever, I, I would call myself a Christian. The reason I would call myself a Christian is because my family was always Christian, and before that was Christian, and this is the, you know, the, where you grew up, you were Christian. But I had no idea what it was about, and I had no idea, you know, anything that was, uh, you know, when I, uh, back in, 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 my, in my youth, whenever I, uh, I, I used to uh, experiment with drugs and things like that, and I had this rule that whenever I experiment with drugs, I had to do it under a roof, because I had it in my head that Jesus couldn't see me. So if I did it under a roof, it was Okay. Uh, that's how little I, I knew about it. So, uh, you know, I, I, whenever I uh, experimented or anything like that. And I remember that when I was in my uh, 20s, I started to feel, it was around this time of year, we were getting close to Easter. And, you know, you start to, to see the, the, the Easter theme of things going on in the stores and everything like that, the eggs and the, the, the chocolate bunnies and everything like that. But you also saw, like, these religious uh, specials on TV and things like that. And suddenly your heart is uh, 
temporarily warmed and you think, I, I want to be part of this. This looks like a wonderful thing. And at the time, there was this um, Christian bookstore in town. And it was this big Christian bookstore where you could really, I mean, you could purchase Christ uh, at a discount. It was so, I mean, there was Jesus on sale. They had, you know, you could get uh, a, a signed Bible. I mean, it was just everything that you wanted there was there. And you could get to the Ten Commandments, uh, you know, and uh, with asterisks and abridgments and all of this kind of stuff. And you walk in there, a non-Christian person, a non-practicing Christian, but somebody that just wanted to go through the motions. And you walk in there and you think, wow, this is what Jesus is all about. Aisle nine, you know, that's what it's all about. And you find yourself, you know that you're, you know that you're a phony when you walk in. You, you know that you are not a Christian. But to me, when I was walking around and I felt like everybody in that store was a Christian. And they were like these big people, you know, and all these holy people. It's like, I'm among holy people. Holy Cow, I'm among the holy, you know. And so you would find yourself trying to um, almost overact the part because you're so insecure, you know. So you think that Christians act a certain way because of what you've seen and what you've experienced in your life. So you find yourself trying to act like the Christians do, you know. And I'm even walking down the aisles and it's like this, hello, neighbor, how are you? Good to see you. Holy day this is. Isn't this wonderful? I like this, po- you know, this, this poster of Jesus. Isn't it a great thing to have this? You know, and you're just almost like trying to overemphasize and overexplain yourself. Then you go to the checkout and you just think, what a lovely, blessed day this is, even though it's storming outside and everything. And you just, you know, uh, Jesus loves you and he just thinks you're great. And those are nice shoes. And you're just, you're just trying to kiss butt as much as you possibly can because you think that these guys are the representative of what Christian is. Meanwhile, they're looking at you like, I think I'm about to call security. And as I started to go to church and everything, I saw something that was really neat. I saw people that were just loving and caring. But I also saw other things. I, I went to a, a church that uh, where people, um, you know, and, and they do this in, in all kinds of churches. Some people express their, uh, their, their joy during, during songs by raising their hands. And stuff, you know. So I'm not. I'm more of a. You know, we're Methodists, so we just we do this, you know. And but um, I thought that I was supposed to raise my hand, you know. But I'm an introvert at heart, so it was weird for me to just do this. So I just kind of gave him one of these, you know. And then uh, you start, you know, you start to grow, and then you think, oh, oh, that's Hitler. You don't do that. You got to do, you know. And so you start doing this, and maybe, you know. And so you're just trying to fit in by the motions, but you're forgetting about the meaning of it. And that's what Christ was talking about during that time. You've got a lot of people that are coming into this and trying to hear what I'm having to say and all this stuff. And Jesus is saying, it's not about the motions. It's not about what you're doing. Because what I would find out is when I would go to these churches and I'd be right next to somebody that would do this, you know, and they would clap out of, I mean, always out of tune, you know, it's just always on the offbeat or whatever. And they would do this and all this kind of stuff. And uh, when they passed the peace, I mean, they, they, uh, I had one guy just hug me so tightly. And his, I mean, 
it was weird. You know, it was, it was frightening. And he hugged me. It was one of those hugs where there, your ears touch. You know, it's just locked ear. And his ear was warm. And all I could think about is, ooh, warm ear. What is that? Why are you doing this to me? This isn't Jesus. You know, and I'm just looking at all of these kind of things. And then you go out to the parking lot. And you see people fighting to get out. And now you're just in the real world again where people are cutting in front of each other, you know, and, and they're just, you know, they're swearing under their breath and all this kind of stuff. And you see the same people on the outside and you'd have no idea that they were uh, Christians. In many cases, you'd think that they were just jerks. They would do a hand motion, but it wasn't this. Because they were going through the motions. They were just buying their time, pretending to be a Jesus follower. And sometimes we do it, you know, I, I don't mean to say pretending as if it's, you know, they were, they were trying to be deceitful. But sometimes we get caught into the motions of things. Sometimes we get caught looking at the list of what's next, what do I do this, and checking it off, and we're not looking at why we're doing it. And that's what Jesus was talking about. It's not about any of this stuff is what he was saying. Look, it's not about when, you, when you're praying, don't make a show of it. Don't, he's not saying always pray in, in seclusion. He, he was very much pro-community uh, and uh, being, you know, all of this kind of stuff. But he was saying, make your heart sincere about it. In other words, whatever you're doing on the outside, make sure that's the same you that is seen on the inside. Because what he was saying is, God knows. You know, we live in a... Modern time in, in our, in our uh, church here right now, we have a security camera right there. And that security camera is always on. Always. It tri it's triggered by motion or by, by sound. Sees and hears everything. And that's what Jesus was saying that God was like. Every time you open your mouth or make a gesture or do something. God is aware of it. And so he's looking at these religious leaders and he's saying, you know that stuff that you're doing on the outside? You know that God sees what you're doing behind closed doors. You know that when you're doing this, and then you go inside and you think, man, what a bunch of jerks, you know? God's with you throughout that whole time and sees it. And he's saying, if you're just doing it for the show, that's the reward you're getting. If you're doing it to just get that immediate applause and praise and you go, you know, there are, there are religious organizations right now where it's all about the effects and the smoke machines and all this kind of stuff. And then you hear them say things that are extremely hurtful to people. It's all about the show and they get that reward because the people are doing all this and it's like a rock concert and everything like that. And he's saying, that's your reward. But if you truly, if you're truly doing it in here, then whatever you're doing out here, it just needs to match in here. It needs to match what you're doing. And what Jesus was about that was so radical, that was so uh, fearful, scary to people, was he was saying, if you, the biggest action that you need to do, the biggest thing that you need to do, it's all about love. It's not about all the worded stuff. It's not about the praise. It's not about letting people see that you're giving to the poor. It's actually about wanting to give to the poor. 
It's actually about wanting to welcome the stranger. It's actually about wanting to be inclusive, loving, welcoming. Are you doing that here? And are you doing that at home? Because we do have people that will claim to be big Christians. I'm a big Christian. And usually they'll say something like, you know, I I know that I'm a sinner. And then it follows with a but. But they are worse. But they are worse. I, I, I believe in Jesus Christ. And that means that I get to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. I, I said this huge prayer that our church gives to the poor and we do all that stuff so we can actually tell you that God does not like you. That's going through the motions. Sometimes when we go through the motions, we not only lose the meaning, we not only lose the sincerity, but we actually morph those motions into something that it's never been intended to be. We weaponize it. And if you don't think that Christianity has ever been weaponized, I challenge you to just go online and look anywhere. Look at the comments I get whenever I post something. It has been weaponized. We do not get credit by just going through the motions. If outside of that, we are treating people poorly. We do not get credit. You know, Jesus talked about, get this as your reward. We don't get credit for that. That's why he said, if you forgive others, God will forgive you. In other words, practice what you preach. And what you preach better be what I'm saying, or otherwise don't say that you're a member of this club. Because what I'm saying is that God is love. What I'm saying is that the people that you want to go outside in the parking lot and yell at, I love them too. The people that are different than you. The people that have a a different complexion, a different culture, a different lifestyle. God is love. Do you feel that? If you're going to tag yourself as a Christ follower, do you believe what you're following? That's the challenge that Jesus was saying 2,000 years ago to these folks because they were going through the motions. They were saying that they were this, but Jesus was saying your heart, it's not aligning with that. And so many of us, we do go to church. We try to take the, we tick the box. We punch the card. We say that we've earned that. And then by Monday, we're a complete jerk again. It's more about the motions. It's more about the show. It's more about... It's about who we are inside. And we'll find, as we continue through the book of Matthew, we will find that Jesus talks about the heart on the inside. And not the actions. If what, what is your heart saying to you? Can you go into a Christian bookstore and still be yourself? Can you go into any church and still be yourself? Can you stand up for your neighbor? 
pray for those that you don't even know. When you are uh, giving to the poor, is it more than just a tax write-off? Is your heart into it? When you see the stranger on the street, do you love them? Do you think about them? Do you think about their story, their background, where they came from? Do you think about God loving them? Or is it just about this? Would you pray with me? Lord, let us be true to you. Forget the, the show, forget the, the motions, forget the actions, forget the routine. If we're not doing it because it's in our heart, why are we doing it? Help us to feel that in our heart. Help us to build and see you inside of us so that our actions are consistent, whether we're in front of people or whether we're in our privacy of our own home. Help us understand who you are. Help our religious practices be true to who we are. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen.